0: Welcome to Scale School, my friends. I'm Dan Bolton, and my purpose here is simple. I wanna help you increase the scalability of your coaching or consulting business so as it gets bigger, life gets better. Here, we will be talking everything from getting clients, keeping clients, teams, leadership, but most importantly, making scaling simple and fun again. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I hope you get a ton out of today's episode. In this video, I'm gonna break down the best way for online coaches to stack recurring revenue. This is my seven-figure MRR, monthly recurring revenue formula that I've used for years. So backtrack to 2018, I kicked off into business. I started into agency work basically off the bat. Over the next two years, most of my business was built on recurring revenue. I even took my agency up to 130, 140, 150,000 dollars recurring revenue. The predictability was epic. But then I kicked into coaching and I started following the playbook book of all the coaches. And so I was selling a $5,000 offer, then $5,800, then $6,500. But the problem was this. People would jump into my program. They would pay the money. They'd get the result. And then at the end of it, we kind of just high-fived one another as they went and jumped off into another program. Now, this might be familiar to you. This might be where you're at right now. There's no consistency and no predictability to business because you need to go out and get new clients every single month because you've got old clients leaving. How most people propose to fix this is creating a back end mastermind, right? And I followed this path as well. So in 2021, I did what everyone told me I was supposed to do. I had a front end and a back end. So rather than people in the front end going through the program, getting the result, and then leaving, they would then ascend into the back end. But the problem was this. I now had two programs I had to manage. I had two sales processes I had to manage. I had a front end sales process, a back end sales process. And I don't know about you, but getting one sales process working well is really hard. Getting two is even harder. Creating one really good program is really hard. Creating two is even harder. And so in this video, I want to show you how as an online coach, you can create predictable, consistent, strong recurring revenue with only one offer. You don't need upsells, downsells, cross-sells. You can create one epic program that is so good, people don't want to leave. And I stumbled upon this formula almost by accident. So flash forward to 20, end of 2021, business was amazing. We just scaled our coaching offer from zero to hitting a $347,000 cash month. And I was feeling burnt out. And so stepping into 2022, I knew i had to step back from the amount of work i was doing and i made the tough decision we had all these clients working with so i made the tough decision to actually turn off marketing and sales for seven months now here's the crazy thing that happened our income didn't dip. And the reason was is we've all read Hormozzi's book and it talks about in $100 million offers, how to create an offer so good people feel stupid saying no. I took it a step further, which is how do I create a program so good people would feel stupid to leave. And so we turned off marketing and sales for seven months and our revenue almost didn't change because almost everyone stayed with us throughout that entire time. And in this video, I want to share with you the secrets and the lessons I've learned to stacking recurring revenue as a coach. So I've got my little iPad in front of me. I've got some notes uh and we're going to walk through this together so number one you need to figure out how to create a monthly recurring revenue offer so let's look at how most people sell into their programs let's look at this typical program style okay so firstly what people have is they have a world where people come in and they pay them and this person's really excited and they step in and then at the end of it hopefully they're really excited but the problem is this they go And they say buy and they walk off to someone else and then you have to keep repeating the cycle of how do you keep selling new people into this offer it's pretty straightforward but that's the model that most people have here is the alternative model is that instead of people saying buy we get them to rebuy into our offer and again and again and again as we continue to get them results we resell them in now you might be thinking this is great in theory what does this look like? And that's, by the way, them making progress. But the reality is, is that there are so many problems that you can actually solve with one offer if you think about it on a big enough scope. But what I wanna tell you for a second is that the key to understanding how to keep people for a long time is understanding that retention is psychological. So if you think about the goal is you're trying to now go from retaining people for six weeks 12 weeks, 16 weeks, whatever your offer is, you're not trying to retain them for much longer. Now, we're gonna talk about how to restructure your program to do that in a moment, but what you need to understand is retention is psychological. Getting people to say yes over and over and over again is really key to understand that it's actually what's going on in their head that's gonna affect whether they want to say yes or not and whether they turn into recurring revenue or not. How that looks is understanding that retention is made up of really two things. The first is, it's made up of connection. And the second is, it's made up of results. So if you look at this for a second, Retention is psychological. There are two things that are going to impact whether someone wants to stay, pay, refer, resell with you long-term. And it comes down to two things. The first is connection. How connected do they feel to you and to your team, if you have a team? How much relationship is there? An easy test I think about for this area is if your name was to show up on this person's phone and you were calling them, what's the emotion they would associate with whether they should pick up the phone or not? Now, that's a really simple way to think about it. But what happens is if we understand this and we create an area of relationship and connection and a program that emphasizes that connection between coach and client, what happens is even void of getting great results all the time, people will actually stay for a really long time. People stay where they feel valued. They stay where they feel like they would be missed if they were to leave. The second piece that's really interesting though is results. And it's not just about did they get the dream outcome, it's are they making progress. But here's what's really interesting. you, If you have one without the other, people might be happy, but they won't stay and stick around. So I'll never forget working with this client uh, three years ago. He came in to us at 5K a month. I'll just call him G. G came in at 5K a month, and within eight weeks, he was at 40K a month. So an insane case study. He shot a video testimonial. Oh my goodness, Dan's incredible. This program has been amazing. Three weeks after that, he reaches out, and this is the early days of our program. We're still kind of figuring stuff out. So he's crushed it big time. He reaches out and he goes, hey man, this program's not for me anymore. I'm out. And this was him going against his contract, going against his commitment. But his rationale was this. Yeah, I felt really connected to you when we first started working together, but I just feel like you've kind of like stop reaching out and stop caring so much. And I just met this guy on the weekend at an event, and we really hit it off. And he thinks that he can help me take take things to the next level. So I'm going to go with him instead. But what did I learn? People value relationships as well as results, not necessarily more than, not less than, but just as much. He was wanting to go where he felt like he was going to be treated best, even though we were helping him crush. On the flip side, I've had clients that go through challenging times in their personal life and in their business where their business is not moving forward to the degree that they would like to, but they stay even because they feel connected and because they have a great relationship. And so the key to understanding this is designing a business and designing a program and designing an offer that number one, makes people feel like they're cared for, they're understood, and they would be missed if they weren't in the room. And then number two, making sure that people understand what it looks like to progress in your world. And When they progress, they get celebrated. They get um, they get affirmed, and they feel like they are on the right path. That's number one: is redesigning it to be an MRR offer by understanding we need to learn to retain people for a long time. So let's talk on a practical note what this looks like. So in our world. Uh, historically, what's happened is we had a program called the Scale Academy, and the Scale Academy was a 16-week commitment. Now, some people go to recurring revenue right away in the form of a payment plan, and then some people pay up front. But what would happen is they come in on 16 weeks, right? They either pay up front or they pay across the 16 weeks in in weekly pricing, which is what we do. And then on the back end of that 16-week commitment, what would happen is they've made some progress, they've felt connected, and then we would then resell them either into something like another 16-week commitment or a six-month commitment or a 12-month, the commitment depending on how we had structured it but we do it by understanding that point number two is we have to help people measure milestones so let's look at this if the left axis is progress and the bottom axis is time here's how most people think about their programs we think about short time frame and big result right dream outcome in short time frame and so what happens is people come into our world and they get some results fantastic they've kicked some goals let's say they've hit three massive milestones in the 12 weeks and then what happens is most people leave us at that point, and then we go back and find someone else who also wants to achieve this dream outcome in the short time frame. But I want you to think with me for a second about how the health and fitness industry tackles this. What happens is they sell a boot camp, they sell a challenge, they sell some personal training sessions. The goal is not just to get someone to say yes for this dream outcome in the short time frame; it's to turn them into a long-term gym member. You do that by extending the milestones and giving them a vision bigger than what they've currently achieved. So if you Think about you come in and you lose 30 pounds in 90 days fantastic but that might not be all the weight you want to lose and you probably don't just want to lose that weight you want to learn to keep it off right and so when you frame the sale like that you start to understand how gyms have become the multi-billion dollar industry that they are because they resell people into a long-term vision because that person was not just done with the short-term time commitment and so what you want to do is extend your vision for clients working with you if this is your current program then this is the opportunity. And so what's crazy about this is for me, I have clients with me that are now in year three. In other words, they have been with us since our very first iteration of our program and they haven't left. And it's because we keep extending the milestones. We keep showing them what's possible. So instead of just thinking about those first few weeks and those first few months, we continue to show them what the next steps might look like. So let me talk about this in a very practical sense. When I first launched my program, The High Ticket Club in 2020, the only, program promise we had was helping you fill your calendar with qualified sales calls that was literally it i think the marketing angle was how to wake up on monday with a calendar full of sales calls like that was the thing and so people would go through our system in 12 and 16 weeks and because we'd previously run an agency we would got really good at lead generation the program lived up to the promise a lot of people had their calendars filled but here's what would happen at the end of this program people would go through and let's say uh number one is that fix their offer number two is they would uh dial in their marketing And then number three is they'd get really good at sales. And so all of a sudden they're getting all of these new clients. What would then happen was people would go, man, I've got all these clients now, I'm stuck in delivery all day. And because I'd been a client success coach for someone else, I'd been in the game for a while and had my own coach, I knew what it would take for them to hire a coach. And so that just became the next iteration of the program was I was like, cool, how about we help you build out coaching systems so you don't have to do all the coaching yourself? That was like milestone number four. Then eventually they were like, man, I'm spending all days in DMs, I'm getting all these leads, but I don't want to do the deeming myself. And we're like, fantastic. Let's get you a sitter. And then eventually it was like, I need to turn on ads. And it's like, great, that's milestone number six. And then it's like, oh, now I need to hire a closer, milestone number seven, and so on and so forth. And so what we did was we continued to extend the time horizon and the vision for what it would look like to continue to work together to solve the problems. Another simple way to say it is this, each problem solved becomes another problem to solve. So if you learn how to market and you get a bunch of clients, now you need to figure out how to serve them. On the other side of serving them, now you're time poor and so you need to get someone else to serve them. This is true of every industry and every niche, regardless of whether you work with restaurants or gym owners or auto repair workshops or personal trainers or online coaches, this is all the same. Every problem created creates another problem to solve. And so for you, when you think about extending this time horizon of what it looks like for you to continue to increase your lifetime value to stack recurring revenue, you have to increase the vision of what it looks like to work with you long-term. It does not mean that you're now taking your 16-week program and making it 16 months. What it does mean is on the back of the 16-week or whatever your initial commitment is, it's reselling people into the same program where we're now working on different things together in the next time commitment you're asking them to make. Let's look at number three, which is a big key to retaining people so you can stack recurring revenue. Number three is building a pipeline. So all of us here are familiar with Netflix, right? You might have Hulu, I'm kind of a more prime video guy myself. And what's crazy about these streaming platforms is let's take Netflix for an example. If you were to sign up for Netflix today, you could not watch everything that is already on that platform within your lifetime. It's impossible, right? TV shows, movies, You don't have time to go through it. And yet, the value in Netflix is not just that they've previously got a whole bunch of stuff. It's that they're constantly releasing new things to keep you engaged. And so when you're redesigning your core offer to become a long-term, monthly recurring revenue machine, you've got to figure out how to keep people engaged, excited, and anticipating what is coming next in the pipeline. And so we call this the Netflix model. You need to learn to adopt the Netflix model. It's not just what you previously have in your content library or what's previously taken place, it's what's coming through in the pipeline. And here's an easy way to think about this. All of our clients at different stages, even the ones who are crushing it, have challenges they're facing and questions that are unanswered. And so one of the ways that we continue to keep people engaged is we keep them on the hook for everything coming through the pipeline that's going to deal with the challenges and the questions. So if you've got a good finger on the pulse of what your clients are currently facing and you can poll them and you can ask people personally and you can figure it out from Q and A calls and such, what you wanna do is create pipelines that deal with the most common challenges and questions and then build a pipeline over the next four to six weeks. And so how we do this often on a very practical note is we break it down into four categories, right? Heart, head, hands, and help. So, let's take this for example. Um, and I've got these around the wrong way, but let's just uh, roll with a new one. Let's start with hit okay let's say they have a challenge and let's say it's a lead generations challenge what you're going to do is over the next six weeks you're going to say that we are going to run an ads training that's going to give you x dollar per lead uh, and a new system to get clients on autopilot whatever it is for your audience right and so that's the training that's the head that you're going to give them the hands could be a skill session where you help them break down the different components to make that piece successful it's not just about teaching them it's now like a workshop skill session where they're actually learning it so for example to be really good at ads and really good at advertising, you need to learn how to write good copy. So the hands session might be a skill-based session where you work through different copywriting frameworks and you write out the ads together. Now you're giving them more confidence and you're decreasing the level that they're not going to do it and they're going to be too afraid to take action and you're helping them win faster. The heart piece might be a client hot seat or an interview with someone who has previously won in this area. And then the help could simply be a Q&A session entitled based on the topic of this particular thing. Now, it's not important that you follow the heart, head, hands model. What is important is you create a pipeline. Think the Netflix model. How do I keep clients engaged for a long time by anticipating their needs and dealing with their questions and challenges by creating a pipeline that you publish regularly for your existing clients to continue to stick around? If you think about this on a really practical note, client A is coming to the end of their 16 weeks with you, that initial time commitment, and they have a bunch of challenges and questions that they're facing. If you're publishing a pipeline that's the next six weeks of what's going on, and they've got a specific challenge that's going to be solved by upcoming trainings and calls, how likely are they gonna wanna stick around and find out what might be in the works for them that would help them in their business or their life? Probably pretty likely. And so that's the power of having a pipeline. And so this is the thing that keeps my community engaged at the highest level, where like right now I was thinking about it, I'm like, I, I haven't lost a client in a few months. Like it's been a, a good stretch of no churn. And the reason is we do the pipeline so well because we've adopted the Netflix model. So that's number three is build a pipeline. Number four, really simple. How do we resell? How do we get referrals? And then how do we repeat to build this uh, recurring revenue machine? So first thing we need to understand is that clients operate in energy and momentum. And if you haven't already experienced this, it is not just a slow climb of energy and momentum from the moment they pay you to the moment they leave. There are high moments, there are low moments, there are moments where they're crushing it, there are moments where everything feels on fire. So here's how you wanna be thinking about it. Firstly, if these are the time commitments, right? Time commitment number one, and this is where they're coming in, this is where they're planning on ending. What we're wanting to do is you can create a system around this where it's like, if my program is 16 weeks, I'm gonna ask them for a commitment at week eight, week 10, week 12. You can totally do that. But one of the superior ways I've found to do this is to feel where they're at energy-wise. Is this person crushing it? Are they in momentum? How is this going? If they're in a low moment where everything feels like it's on fire, how likely do you think they're gonna be yes, a, B, a yes uh, to the next time commitment? Probably pretty low. And so you wanna be able to lean in when the timing is right and the energy and momentum is there to resell them on the next time commitment. So what you're gonna do is find that sweet spot and then have a resell conversation. Another way to think about this is you're simply trying to capitalize on the momentum that they're having so that they feel the clearest in that moment. Because the truth is, at those low moments, things get so cloudy and so unclear because our emotions override our logic. So they might be best served sticking with you for long term, but if you ask them at the wrong moment for that recommitment, they might say no when they in fact should have said yes. Now let's talk about how to get referrals. The first thing, and this is what I found, this is uh, by no means... Um, the only way to do it. But again, you ask for referrals in a really specific way when they are crushing it, not in a low moment and a high moment, but here's how we do it. The first thing we would do actually before asking for a referral is if we don't already have one, we would ask for a video testimonial. So if they're already crushing it, what would happen is we would then go, hey, this is amazing, would you mind doing me a favor? I would love if you could shoot a quick video testimonial just to talk about some of your journey of working together. Would that be okay? Just 30 to 60 seconds, really straightforward. Give them a script, give them the uh, instructions and leave it from there. On the back end of receiving that, if you haven't already got a video testimonial from them, is to then ask for a referral, which is really straightforward. Who do you know who like you had this problem and wants this type of result, I would love to get an intro to someone in your world. Now, again, the beauty of this is this all works towards your recurring revenue machine. But what's really powerful about this is if you do this, this is the really big key to get people to stay in long term. There's not just one secret script. It's about having a resell rhythm that makes sense to get people to want to stick around long term. This is what it takes to build the recurring revenue machine. And then number five, really straightforward, this is our last point here, is KPI your month recurring revenue so if you're watching this video and you want to stack recurring revenue like crazy the key is measuring it right we've heard the phrase before what gets measured gets managed so this is how I think about it there are kind of six core things you should be measuring in your coaching business the first is leads the second is uh, sales combos right you might call this calls for me I don't do calls anymore to sell people into my program so you can measure calls sales combos number three is clients Number four is cash. Number five is profit. And number six is monthly recurring revenue. Now, why this is so key is because what gets measured gets managed, and so if you're looking to grow monthly recurring revenue, one of the easiest ways to start doing it is to put emphasis on it. Start tracking it as you would track cash, as you would look at your Stripe screenshots, but really create a sense of emphasis. This is important to me, and contrary to popular belief, people say like the more you stare at your bank account doesn't mean the more that it grows, right? Just because you check it every day doesn't mean you're going to get more money. But What i found is where focus goes, energy flows, and so if you bring this to your attention, you bring it into your intention, and you actually are able to grow it more predictably because you're showing yourself this is important to me. So to recap, to build a monthly recurring revenue machine, number one, you've got to create a monthly recurring revenue offer. Take your core offer and figure out how you can extend it in its time horizon. Not just asking for a bigger time commitment up front, but extending the vision that you have that at the end of that initial time commitment, how could someone continue to work with you in your world to solve different problems from the other problems that you solved on the front end. Those solved problems that created more problems. Number two is measuring milestones. So really getting a bigger vision for where you're going to take people and what that's going to look like. So a great exercise you could do is map out if someone was to work with me for two years, what would be all the things that we were going to work on in that time together, rather than just thinking about that 12-week commitment on the front end. Number three is building a pipeline, right? Adopting that Netflix model making sure that you're taking current client challenges and questions and creating a pipeline that addresses them so they can anticipate, be excited, and be ready for what's about to come. Number four, resell, refer, repeat. Create a resell rhythm that capitalizes on momentum and gets people to lock in time commitments when they're feeling good, and then gets referrals at the right point. And then number five, KPI your MRR. Track the six numbers that are most important, but add MRR into the mix. I'd love to know which point was most helpful for you. If you want to see more videos like this, let me know and I'll catch you in another video. Thanks for listening to another episode of Scale School. I hope you found something valuable in today's episode. If you haven't already subscribed, go ahead and do that so you can be notified every time we drop future episodes. And if you and I have not already connected, feel free to track me down on any one of the social media platforms. My big head and smiling face are no doubt going to be there. And you can search my name, Dan Bolton, and we can connect there. But thank you again for tuning in and I'll see you in a future episode.